0: welcome to another gorgeous episode of the moments in the oppas a podcast discussing the avatar universe's folklore episode by episode we are your hosts eric
1: Lefebvre, dr
2: amber jones and jessica tercero
1: we're continuing our journey through avatar the last airbender we are in book Two, earth and on chapter five avatar day
2: in this chapter, Aang and the gang go to a really stupid town, celebrating a really stupid holiday, but at least they manage to get off someone g- some good one-liners?
1: Yes. This Gorge.
2: episode is... <laughs> one of those, like, nothing episodes.
1: But oh yeah. it's significant, though, because it's the last nothing episode. Because is it's, it's the, the last
2: episode before Toph. Oh, well, I mean, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, like this being a nothing episode makes her just stand out even more. And it's like, yes. I'm here now. And now we're done messing around.
0: Her introduction. You're right. Yeah. Her introduction just solidifies what <laughs> the rest of the story is going to be. She. Yeah. She's the last. She's the last. She's the thing we've been waiting for
1: yes but But that's not this episode (laughs) that's not this
0: episode yes this episode
2: is um uh really boring (laughs) like and it's It's, okay yeah i so it's big
0: it's like big fine it's like just whatever y'all know i love kiyoshi
2: and i'm like cool kiyoshi like but like I don't know. It's like Aang is going to pay for her crimes, which I thought was hilarious because like Aang was like, Me? Kill someone? Never. And like, okay, look, all the other avatars before you did not have like this, you know, like, we're not. Oh, no. They were super someone. into killing. It's fine. Kill. Yeah. Like, Kiyoshi was... was literally being <sighs> trained as an assassin. <laughs> so, like,. I mean And I was
0: talking to Eric about this like literally a couple episodes ago, he w- assumedly killed many people yeah. on that ocean. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's not people it's not like, oh no, I'm like I'm drowning, but I'm okay. But they did like, no, it So like no. Aang yeah. doesn't yeah, even like a think whole... about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they get the they get what is this place called? Um it's an Earth Kingdom Village. Yeah. That's it. Um, So they get to this Earth Kingdom village uh, to celebrate Avatar Day, which when they walk in, it's assumedly like, oh, yay, celebration of the Avatar. And like, oh, look, it's a big me. They wheel out Kyoshi, They wheel out Roku and they wheel out Aang, these huge um, like straw men, essentially. And then um, they're like, yay, great. And then suddenly they set them on fire and they're like, fuck the Avatar. We hate the Avatar. All of our friends hate the Avatar. Today's about hating the Avatar, and they're like, wait, no. They're like, no, That's not what we thought. Uh, And then, of course, Eng is like, I can't stand for this blasphemy. He jumps up and is like, it's me, uh, Alphabet style. And they're like, (laughs) you're the guy who fucked us up. And by you're the guy, we mean Kiyoshi, who you are, sort of. Which I love (laughs) whenever it's that conversation about, like, past lives because collectively, like, you technically are that person even though you're own unique person because, especially with Kiyoshi, it blends that fun, like, queering of gender which I think is cool because it's like you are her um, but you're also you. It's just, I, I mm-hmm. like it because it yeah, it's not have... beholden to the binary and you're like, cool.
1: Yeah, they have a little fun like, tongue-in-cheek with it in the episode. Like I am she
0: and Oh when he walks out in, well, in like uh as a Kyoshi warrior as her I'm like
2: it's me, Kyoshi yeah. <laughs> like
0: with the vocal affect.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you know what? Like, okay. So one thing that I did love, and again this is coming because I read the Kyoshi novels, but like Kyoshi could not do small bending, like like bending a pebble or making like a small little gust of wind she was not that person she her first act of bending was literally like um freezing like half of the ocean or like like bringing like it was insane but like she always like she never thought that she could bend because she would try these like little small like baby stuffs. but no like this girl like literally would move mountains like that is all that she could do right like was just like these big old acts so like in this one when we (laughs) see like she's like oh cool you're coming here you like because the the premise is she is protecting her people who the fire or who um the conqueror uh what's his name uh chin the conqueror yeah chin um he came and he's like you're my town now and she's like nope and she literally broke off her piece of the land and then just like scooted on over and made it a fucking island so like that is her level of power and that's just like her normal that's like not even her like getting down
0: i also like her entire character at least the thing that they keep like not poking fun at but like a character trait that she carries is like she's big yeah she is a big assuming character big girl. like big feet big girl big moves she's big um and I just I love that because again too what was the um the other leader's name who was the asshole? he was the conqueror what what was his chin. name chin Uh, When they do the profile to profile chin and Kyoshi and it's like it's him and then it's her and she's like twice his size as like a fun (laughs) goofy reveal. Um, Yeah. I was also going to make a joke about Quentin Tarantino directing this episode uh, (laughs) because they focus a lot on her feet and her shoe size. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like he did this. Although, (gasps) No. This is Nickelodeon. Stop.
1: What? Can't wait, can't wait, wait. Uh
2: huh.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Do you guys know the foot fetish shit with Nickelodeon?
2: No.
1: No.
0: Okay, it's really like actually gross and like um. predatory and like nasty. But there is this huge, Um, he denies it, but there's proof. Uh, Ex-producer for Nickelodeon Dan Schneider Mm. apparently had a foot fetish and was also uh, low-key a pedophile (gasps) in the way that he would try to elicit photos of young actors' feet. And he always, like, in certain shows, it would be like, oh, yeah, and then we should have a joke about her foot, and she shows her foot on camera. (laughs) That kind of stuff. Wait,
2: okay, what did he he work on? Wait, what's his name?
0: Well, he worked for Nickelodeon... Um, Let me see. What's his name? Because literally... Hold on. Dan Schneider? Because I was going to make that joke, and the other famous person I could think of who <laughs> that was, was, oh my god.
2: Okay, so he did <sighs> okay. iCarly, Good Burger, um, okay. Okay, let's get into this.
0: Okay, Big Fat Liar. He
2: did all that. Okay.
0: <sighs> Zoe 101.
1: Oh my god. we've of
2: the Amanda a Show, show
0: Keenan and Kel. Watched
1: Drake all of and that. Josh.
0: Drake and Josh victorious.
2: So we 101.
0: Um whoa. Yeah. Okay. So um there's it was a huge allegation thing with with him. I think it was specifically with actors from iCarly. Um but apparently that was part of and um people would always look back to the logo. Remember the Nickelodeon logo where it was the orange footprint? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God i'm
0: screaming (laughs) i know it's wild i mean yeah um messy messy fucking creeps like too much so so he had no affiliation with the show good um but yeah dan schneider (laughs) dan schneider nickelodeon foot guy (sighs) jesus
2: oh my god eric anyways wow i know i'm so sorry (laughs) i'm throwing Okay. It's a lot. It's
0: a lot of information, okay. and it's so wild. There's so um, many creepy people, um, and not this- not not saying that people with foot foot fetishes are creepy. I'm saying people who are him and doing it to children are fucking gross. Yes, um, that's next level nasty. But we digress. <laughs> this
1: is um, like a weird kinky little town like it is celebrate hating the avatar like there was that little line like we used to be a great society now look at us
0: yeah uh and their obsession with like the violence of the the sentencing
1: yes
0: well like ooh, spin the wheel and see what you get and it's like oh uh boiled by boiled in oil I'm like oh fuck yeah boiled an oil and the performance yeah. of oh, it too yeah.
2: where it's just like clearly these people have not like stopped being as violent as Chin the Conqueror they like literally yeah. the only thing that stopped him was Kiyoshi like separating herself from him Moving and saying no and <laughs> you know yeah it's weird they've got it's a weird little fetish town
0: it is a weird little fetish town I do want to say uh James Hong. Who played the mayor in this? Mm-hmm. Um, he's who's been in like literally everything. He was literally in everything, everywhere, all at once. I better say he's it. been in. I know, yeah, but he's been in like Kung Fu Panda. Like, he, I think he's been. A, his IMDb is like, kid you not, probably hundreds and hundreds of credits. Yeah. Like, he's been in so many things. He officially got a Hollywood Walk, uh, a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. Cute. Uh, awesome. Just recently, which is cute. Uh, But then I told that to Eric, and he's like, well, that's still kind of gross because they have to pay money out of pocket to pay for that. I was like, you know what? That's true. Do they? But either way, I'm happy. I think it's 50 grand.
1: Symbol. Oh, my
2: God. Wait. Okay. Then, I'm sorry. Who paid for Shrek's?
0: Probably Mike Myers. So he has two
2: Hollywood stars.
0: DreamWorks. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Congrats. Okay. I keep... I keep pulling us from the episode. So
2: okay. um, I did really like Sokka's uh, bubble pipe. I thought that was really yes. cute. Very cute. That's something that I liked.
1: Very period specific hat also.
2: Yes. Yeah. Also love.
0: Um, oh, this is we're getting more of the the um, Iro and Zuko. Yes. Narrative in this. That's It's separate from Avatar Day. I feel like Avatar Day is like the silliness, but then pushing the story along, it focuses on them a little bit. Where you're seeing Zuko stealing um, from random villagers, he cannot handle poverty. He cannot handle... Not being a privileged little boy, yeah, he- and you're starting to see it affect him like super hard.
2: It's weird because like generally when like there's two storylines like this happening simultaneously, there's like some parallel, um, but I re- there really isn't a parallel, so it like really does feel like just an like a super side story. And it's I think also, that like, adds to the nothingness of the main episode. Yeah, yeah. like because they're—I mean, maybe they're trying. Like their idea was that Zuko is kind of like the conqueror right now because he's just taking things, and then like he ultimately separates himself from good, like you know. But like, but again, like there really aren't those parallels, and it wasn't presented in like a way that is meaningful or like similar. Like when Zuko is like, he um he literally says like um yo uncle I thought about what you said I need to go out of my own peace right like and it was just like (laughs) wait a second like you guys just went through all of this and like I don't know it felt really weird and like a really weird time and like it just kind of Fucking came out of nowhere especially after the last couple episodes when they're really bonding you know and like they're all that they have in the whole wide world and like Zuko doesn't know how to be a person (laughs) like he doesn't know how to exist in the world where he is not like the fire prince you know so I don't know it felt really weird
0: well was the last episode we saw the one aside that we got from their story where um Yes, Uncle Iroh has to dance on the swords for change. Was that the last time we saw them?
1: I think so.
0: Um... Because if that, I feel feel like that perspective is bleeding into this a little bit. Where like, he's like, you know what? He's willing to debase himself. I'm not. And then I know right before he leaves, Iroh has that little, something essentially about like leading yourself down the path of whatever, because you'll get lost and it'll like cloud your mind. It's about being thankful for what you have. Sort of was the intent. I forget exactly what he said. But it might
1: be this episode.
0: Was it this was this episode? Yeah, I just I like um I like that we're getting I mean, arguably he's frustrated all the time, but we're getting a frustrated Zuko in the sense that like
2: It's actual he's struggle. He's really
0: it's an actual struggle now mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Like before it's familial and now it's like, oh, I can be on my own, but like I have to struggle through poverty. I have to struggle through homelessness. I have to struggle through uh like essentially being an a, a outside outsider to society. Like yeah. I have to find my way back in.
1: And for me, that that's exactly why he decides to go off on his own. Like so he Before he makes that decision, like you know, he's stealing all this stuff and he steals like a fancy teapot for uncle. And, like, and I can only imagine, like, I don't know, does he just want to like make his uncle happy, like, um, Mm -hmm. for just like even just like the semblance of happy or like you know, the symbols of wealth that they used to have around them? And I think that when uncle like says back to him, he was like, you know, like, tea tastes the same, whether it's from, you know, an old teapot or like, you know, the fanciest thing. Um, and he's given this advice, but I think like it just makes Zuko realize that he's still trying to fill some false notion of something in his head. And like, as long as he's around his uncle and he feels like this obligation to like honor his uncle um he's not going to be able to let go of that false notion of himself. He's going to just keep performing and keep trying to collect like these symbols that aren't giving him what he really wants.
0: And especially if you bit, bat that against him being able to to fend for himself but through theft, right? Like mm-hmm. with the Blue Spirit mask, he can he can kind of do whatever he needs to do to get by. Yeah. So maybe that those two together, you're watching him be like, oh, I can go on my own. Like, I'll be fine. Like, he's actively holding me back, and I'm ready to be an autonomous person. Yeah.
2: Maybe it feels weird to me. Like, I mean, I do feel like it was, like, just super, like, generally they would spend, like, a couple more minutes, like, kind of developing that. But, like, maybe it feels like that just but, because we haven't watched an episode in a month. So we took it's a, also that. a month break in between four and five. <laughs>
0: Because so. I'm, yeah. So it has it has been a little bit, uh, it has been a, it has been a little break, and I'm also trying to be like, what did just happen? <laughs> so yeah, and if we didn't spend all that time on Avatar Day, uh, because again, like, some of it's cute. I think it's like some of the like detective stuff. I I love that we're getting a lot of sibling rivalry, but in like a cute, silly way, and not in like a vicious sort of way. It's yeah. just like. I want to be, uh, Sherlock Holmes, and like, then she's like, "Oh, hats. you, yeah." <laughs> I like my things. Look here. at my things. It's cute. You're watching you know, him like fine. have yeah. have fun in in a in a in a, in a shitty in a shitty juncture, right? Because yeah. like, if they don't prove his innocence, he might die. They kind of know this. I'm sure they'll just get out of it. But the ability to be silly and be playful, even in that, is. It's fun and it's also just, yeah. I also
2: yeah. liked the silliness of Aang being imprisoned because, like, he literally just oh. got himself out of the thing and it was like just talking to the other prisoners, which, like, also Ooh. what happened to them, they all seemed like nice people and Aang didn't deserve what he got. So these people probably didn't deserve what they yeah. got or what they're getting. Oh, I'm sure. But, like, that, again, isn't even a conversation. Like, it's just there to be like, Oh look at how silly this idea of Aang being imprisoned is, you know. But yeah. these people deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But don't don't worry uh, about them. They can stay in their cell.
2: So. Yeah, that's fine. I
0: loved I loved the joke when we're going through this judicial process of like how we're gonna have this sort of uh, democracy in this specific instance, and the joke is. Um. Yeah. You say your thing, and I say mine, and then it's just us. And ultimately, yeah, I, like, I, I get to decide. Um. What goes, and that's justice. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was really like, cute. Oh. Like, uh, it's just mm, that is kind of how it works.
0: <laughs> I mean, l- legit. That is, <laughs> it is arguably just this judicial system we currently exist in. Um. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was cute. It was cute. Yes. Uh,
2: um opening of this episode like just always makes me cringe where Sokka is sleeping with his mouth open and there's literally a spider building a web in his mouth I just screamed like I I, every time I scream at the tv just like no no mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, no." Yeah,
0: (laughs) I love that uh Momo gets a little snack yeah Mm -hmm. it's cute breakfast
2: Mm-hmm. And this is the episode, out.
1: right? Do am I remembering this right? Where like they took his um boomerang and he couldn't yes grab it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There's that yeah. whole intro scene. Yeah, yeah. And then I love it at the end when he's like, Boomerang, you do always come back.
2: <laughs> that was really cute too. <laughs> he's yeah. like Yeah.
0: Because they're camping. The Fire Nation finds them. It's the Fire Rhinocerai. Yeah. Uh, They narrowly escape, leaving his boomerang behind. And he's like, but that's my thing. Like, that's me. That's my whole deal. I'm the boomerang guy. Yeah. Like, he's the avatar. You're the girl with the loopy braids. And I'm the guy with the boomerang. Um, And then the Rhinocerai are ultimately the ones who come back and let Aang prove that he... Uh, can save the town when they're in a pinch because they're about to conquer them yeah
2: i don't know this this episode is like a weird one for me because like i feel like this is the only time that i don't know maybe i'm i'm wrong but like because again it's been so long since we've watched an episode but like (laughs) is like oh, I'm going to face justice because she killed one person. Like, I, I can do this. But it's like, but literally everybody's going to die if you don't, yeah. if you don't, like, why is now, why are you on this high horse now when other people have wanted you to answer for said crimes or whatever, but, like, what... And you dodge it. What makes yeah. this different? Yeah. And I feel like that's what makes this feel like the most filler episode because this none of this feels um this doesn't feel like the the direction they were going in at least with this like it feels like it just breaks like some of that continuity
0: it also it also like ang were you just like bored like did you need some time to kill to like go somewhere because it's again he's in jail he can get out of the 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 uh the gallows or whatever Mm -hmm. the thing he can get out of them they can just leave like there's nothing there's truly nothing keeping them here. and
2: this isn't like something that's like fucked with like the spirit realm right which like he's supposed to keep the peace between the spirit realm and, and their realm and stuff mm-hmm. like so it doesn't really have to do with that and like I also wonder because like there's certain times where like I feel and Amber please correct me if I'm wrong please um, but like there's certain <laughs> times where like um, the avatar will you know, um, somebody will say, well, you did this, like, you know, in, in your past life. And they're like, well, that was that avatar. Like I'm, I'm different, you know, or like, you know, Mm -hmm. like where they don't necessarily take, um, uh, where they don't necessarily say like, oh yeah, that's me. I did that. You know, I'm sorry. Like, um, and again, I'm thinking specifically of like Kiyoshi when, um, like Kurik, like, was killing all of these spirits because they were trying to come into the earth realm, and she and he, like, literally died because of it. But, like, uh, like, I don't know, like, I feel like there's like some gray area there, and I don't know. I just don't know why this one person in this one town and this guy was a fucking asshole too. It's not like it was like yeah. somebody that was innocent, you know, what does he think he's going to do to Sozin? What does he think he did to those people yeah. two episodes ago? You know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: So it's just like a filler episode. You get to see some cute little moments like Saka asks about like hey where's Suki I'm like, okay. oh
0: yeah cause they go back to the
1: yeah
2: and then it turns out that Four her shadowing. and the girl that the avatar inspired them to go fight in the war <laughs> so um they've left to go and beat him up so.
0: Well, also to go fight in a war and arguably kill other people. So he's in. Yeah. Also, he's He's more also death. instigating They're more violence and
2: death.
1: Warriors. Yeah. Again,
2: <laughs> this this is just and like it's a very weird choice. This episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very arbitrarily applying these ethics.
2: <laughs> I feel like you can also tell that. We're just very excited to get to the next episode because I'm not sure how much more like there is to say about this one. There's
1: there's not much more. Yeah. There's some cute little quips, but for the most part, nah, nothing.
0: <laughs> okay. Um You filler episode. Uh yeah. It's been a little bit, so thank you for hanging out with us. Um Thank you guys so much for joining us here on another gorgeous little episode yes. of our podcast, The Moments of the Oppas.
1: Music and editing by Eric Lefebvre.
2: Artwork by David Tercero.
0: Please do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get a podcast because it helps us so much and you love us and what we do.
1: Yes, and speaking of love, um always remember that Uncle Ira was a, was war, a criminal. War,
0: criminal, war criminal. Even though he is Daddy. Oh, he's yeah, bad.
1: Very much.
2: He's baddie. Yeah.
0: History. Bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bad baddie. Daddy. Bad daddy. Ugh, he's so cute.
2: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network.
2: Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more.
0: You enter the dungeon and see the evil wizard pointing his wand directly at you. He says, "Show me a funny and delightful actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast or I'll consume your souls." What do you do?
2: I take out my phone and find Quest Friends Forever on Spotify.
0: I show him how to find Quest Friends Forever on Apple Podcasts. I share the Quest Friends Forever Instagram and YouTube pages with him. And you all get critical hits. Yay! Yay! Quest Friends Forever is an actual play podcast starring four friends with varying levels of Dungeons & Dragons experience. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday as we embark on fantasy adventures, play fast and loose with the rules, and laugh at each other's shenanigans. No prior D&D knowledge is required to listen, so everyone can feel free to join the fun. Quest Friends 4, that's the number four, like how there's four of us, ever. Find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever
2: you get your podcasts. That's Quest Friends 4 ever.